change careers, break into new industries, transition into new roles, reinvent yourself and make the dent you want. This is the Second Breaks Podcast. And now, here's your host and fellow Second Breaker, Lou Blazer. Hello, my friend. Welcome to episode 26 of the Second Breaks Podcast. And it is Wednesday, November 22nd, 2017. As I record this episode, it is the day before Thanksgiving here in the US. And uh, this episode is going to be different. If you're new to the podcast, if this is the first time that you are listening, first of all, welcome. I am so glad that you found the show and that you're going to give it a try. Um, I usually have guests on the show, so today's format is not the usual thing. I usually have guests on the show, uh, guests who share their career stories with us so we can learn from their experiences and get inspired by their journeys. Sometimes we also have expert guests uh, who share their knowledge and expertise in areas that are relevant and useful to your career pivot strategy and plans. But today, it's just going to be me. So this is kind of what led to this episode. Um, I've been running a pilot workshop on goal setting for the last few weeks. So my head's been kind of in that sort of goal setting for 2018 gear. In preparing for the pilot workshop, I found myself reflecting on my own career journey. And there were three things that kept bubbling up for me, three things that uh, helped or contributed the most to my career pivot. So these are three things that I am most grateful for today. Um, interestingly though, uh, the things that I am thankful for also point to important lessons learned for me. So alongside each item on the gratitude list, I also have three things that I would do differently if I could have a mulligan. I wanted to share my reflections with you in this episode, not because I wanted to indulge in some kind of a hop down memory lane. It's more that I find that when I listen to other people's stories, I always walk away with something relevant to reflect upon uh, on my own stories. So I am hoping that in sharing my experiences with you today, that you might also find something here that would be helpful to you. Maybe something that inspires you to take action or something that you could also be uh, grateful for or something that a, a tip or some kind of action item that you might get motivated to do as well. So with that, let me get started with my gratitude list. So a bit of a background before I start, in case you're new to my story, let me just give you like a quick brush on my story. I'm not going to go to all the details. This is just going to be a, a broad brush. Um, I was a previous corporate ladder climber, as I call myself. I had a long corporate career. I had a successful corporate career by my own definition of success. Uh, and in 2013, I decided to change direction. Essentially, I decided to walk away from the career path that I was on and started something new. 
Now, the trigger point or the inciting incident, um, and if you've listened to previous episodes here on the show, you know that I all, always ask about uh, the trigger point in someone's career pivot, right? Because I, I find it's always interesting to, to understand kind of what was the inciting incident, what was the trigger, what was the impetus for someone deciding to take their careers in a different direction. In any case, in my story, it was unfortunately a hospital trip. I had been living a very unhealthy work life uh, lifestyle. I suppose I had very bad habits. I was the uh, I was the poster child for workaholics and no work life balance and burning the candles at both ends. Um, and so I, like I said, I was uh, had very bad unhealthy work life habits and. That combined with a very stressful work environment that I found myself in led to me just hitting the wall in 2013 and basically the ceiling just caved in and uh, that hospital trip was my wake-up call. Now, what happened after that wake-up call is a story in and of itself, and I'm not going to go into that today in today's episode, but suffice it to say that it wasn't a straight sort of clear path. Uh, there were many twists and turns and setbacks and lots of second guessing uh, before I got to where I am today. Which leads me to these uh, three things that I wanted to talk to you about, the three things that I'm most grateful for. Uh, But there's always a twist, right? So for each of these three things, there's also the other side of the coin, a lesson learned, sort of like what would I do uh, differently if if I had a do over? So, uh, so as I go about each of these items, I'm also going to talk about a lesson learned, a key lesson learned for me, and also what I might do different. And so, uh, what you might want to do different if, if, uh, if the situation resonates with you. So the first thing that I'm most grateful for is my corporate experience, my long career, basically, in corporate America, and especially my 15 years as a management consultant. So those years, first and foremost, they introduced me to all my mentors and advisors that I had through all the years that I've been working. And a lot of their advice still helped me to this day. Um, they sort of are implanted in my head and... Um, I can still hear is their counsel whenever I'm running into something challenging. Um, and I still do have contact with a lot of them. They are still my mentors. I, you know, a few of them I consider my mentors, uh, for life. I also learned how to be coachable and also how to be Become a mentor to others through my experience being mentored or coached by them. Second, I learned a ton during those years. I mean, technical skills, skills that I learned after college, they all came from my work experience. Um, soft skills, leadership skills, management skills, all that kinds of stuff. I learned them through uh, working through my corporate uh, career. Uh, I had a chance to uh, hone them. And also... I discovered my strengths, my natural abilities, and what what areas I'm naturally good at. I discovered them and I got to practice them and cultivate them. 
my work ethic also uh, was developed during those years, especially my 15 years as a management consultant. Um, those years were very critical or, or in my formation of how I view work and the sense of responsibility and quality that I bring to my work came from those years when I was a management consultant. I also learned a ton about myself, my my preferred work style, uh, where I thrive, my conditions for success. I learned about that during those years when I was working in um, corporate America. And then looking back, one area that I particularly appreciated learning is you know, learning about change, how to manage change, not only for my clients, but also for myself, because the, uh, not only are the business practices or the business environment for my clients changing, but my, the company that I work for was also constantly evolving. So I needed to be able to manage myself as it relates to the changes that are happening around me and also to thrive in a challenging and changing environment. So all of that, looking back, helped me today and it positions me very well in terms of the next phase in my career, becoming the CEO of the company that I'm building. But I will tell you that I didn't think of it that way always, or I didn't think of it that way immediately. I thought that uh, when I made my decision to change career direction, I had somehow assumed this position where I thought I was going to start a new thing and that I was going to show up as a new person in this new world without my old labels, with a clean slate and all that kinds of good stuff. And uh, what happened is that I subconsciously assumed a newbie position, which is not true at all. And that mindset on hindsight did not serve me well. So if I were to do it over, I would remember right away, or I would find a way to remember that I have tremendous skills and strengths and experience to bring to the table, that I wasn't showing up like a 16-year-old with no experience. I wasn't starting from level zero. And this is something that I wanted to really emphasize for you in case you're thinking about changing careers or making a career pivot, that whenever we change career directions, we bring all of who we are, you know, our strengths, our skills, our work styles, our preferences, we bring all of that with us. And we can use all of that to start from a position of strength instead of thinking that we are starting over. And in fact, even if we were starting over, even if we were doing something completely new, we're never starting from level zero. And that's one of the key lessons learned that I, um, that I'm taking away from my, you know, my experience since I've decided to leave my corporate career. Now, the second thing that I'm most grateful for, and this falls squarely in the difficult gratitude practice. Um, I actually wrote about this, funnily enough, in and around this time last year as well. But um, it is this practice of finding something to be grateful for in difficult or challenging situations. So, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this because, you know, I'm trying to somehow twist something that was challenging or difficult to something positive. As you'll hear, there is really something that 
I am deeply grateful for, for this difficult time in my life. And, and that is, I am grateful for those three difficult years that led to my hospital trip. Uh, it was, like I said, I found myself in a particularly stressful environment, stressful in all respects for me, mentally, physically, emotionally. And so it, uh, it took its toll and it led to the hospital trip, which was my inciting incident. But it's actually one of the reasons why I am on hindsight grateful for it because it led me to the inciting incident. It led me to, um, deciding to take on a new career. If, if, uh, if I, you know, I don't know that I would have decided something else, or I don't know that it would have eventually lead me to where I am today. I probably would make a bet that if things did not lead to where they led, that I might still be there, that I might still be some, somehow twisting myself into a pretzel to make everything work to be the kind of person that I wanted to be in that space. So yes, they were difficult years. They were very painful for me, but they led me to, uh, to the point where I was ready to walk away and to try something different. So for that, I am grateful. Uh, also, funnily enough, uh, it was during those years, those very difficult and challenging years, when I had experiences that uh, where I was performing on top of my game or very close to it. And this might sound sort of like contradictory, right? So how could a challenging, difficult situation lead you to be performing at, uh, at your best? And as I thought about this, I, th I think I kind of understood what was happening is that, you know, I was being challenged. I was being pushed to the limits. So I was bringing everything to the table. I was always trying to bring my A game. And so as a result of that, I was performing very close, if not on top of my game. And so, uh, you know, often when I'm, I'm working with a, with a coach at the moment and whenever we get into some kind of a visualization exercise where she asks me to kind of remember certain situations or experiences where I felt sort of, you know, performing at my best, a lot of those scenes are coming from those three difficult years. Um, and now I can totally understand why. It's because, you know, I was, like I said, I was being tested. I was being pushed to the limit. So I was bringing uh, my A game all the time. And so, so now I know how it feels. I know exactly how it feels to perform at my best and what are the conditions at which, you know, I excel. Of course, minus the unhealthy habits part, right? Um, and then the third reason why I'm grateful for those three difficult years is that it, I learned how to walk away from something that on surface looked good, but wasn't really good for me in the long run. Um, and so I learned to walk away from that despite people's expectations, despite what people might say about me, about my decision. And um, so now I know how that feels to choose myself and to walk away from uh, from something that isn't good for me. And um, as my coach the other day, she said this to me, you'll never wonder whether you have that ability because you've done it. Um, and for that, I am grateful for those three years, difficult years. Now, 
again, you know, having said that, they were difficult years. They were challenging years. So I have a lot of lessons learned from those years. Uh, but if I had to choose one that I would do differently, if I had to do over, it is that I would ask for help sooner or that not even sooner that I would ask for help, period. I, I wouldn't wait until the ceiling caved in before I asked for help. I wouldn't internalize it. I wouldn't attempt to tackle all the challenges on, all on my own because no one has to do it alone. Asking for help is self-care. And I learned that asking for help is an incredible way of choosing yourself because you know, you're looking after yourself, you're looking after your health, you're looking after your, you know, well-being so that you can achieve your goals. So the third thing that I am most grateful for is a bit amorphous. So I'm going to try to put some shape or form here, or at least I'm going to try to put some shape and form here. Uh, so the third thing that I'm quite grateful for is this, this time that we live in this, this special time that we live in. Now, it is true that, you know, if we turn on the news on any given day, there's always going to be a plethora of, of news items that can frustrate us, make us unhappy, maybe even get us depressed. But, um, putting news in a separate category for a moment here. And if I do believe that we live in a very special time, technology has always been a powerful force in our lives. But over the last few decades, it has accelerated like never before. Barriers to entry into so many fields have been uh, lowered, right? We now see opportunities that we've never before uh, seen we now have a choice, which means we can take better control over the direction of our careers and of our lives. Uh, an example that I often give when I talk about this topic is what happened to the publishing industry with the arrival of Amazon and Kindle and the rise of the self-publishing platform. You know, if you're an aspiring writer, you now have the opportunity to work on your book and publish it without having to go through the, all the hoops and, and all the gatekeepers of the traditional publishing world. And if you work in any capacity in the writing or publishing industry, you also now have more opportunities for finding work or doing the kind of work that you want to do because you don't have to depend on being employed by a publishing company, for example, uh, only you can work with writers directly if you wanted to. For example, uh, you know, if you're an editor, you can start a freelance career, either full time or as a side project, and you can work with authors and help them give birth to their books. Uh, for example, Amy Scott in episode 24, if you listen to episode 24, you'll hear her story about how she created an editorial career supporting the lifestyle that she wanted, which was, you know, she wanted to have a location independent career or location so that allowed her to travel. So that's what she was able to do. Now, what happened to the publishing industry is just one example of what's possible now it would have been incredibly difficult to do that 20, 25 years ago. 
Now, getting back to my story, I am so grateful that I, I live and I get to work in this special time because I'm able to do the kind of work that I want to do. I'm able to reach the people that I wanted to work, that I want to work with. Uh, you know, starting a business is a challenge. It's always a challenge, but I think that we now have tools that were not available to us before. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make it easy to build a company, but it's definitely easier than it would have been had I attempted to do this 15, 20 years ago. Now, having said all that, this is also perhaps an area where I have a lot of lessons learned. And the most important lesson for me that I want to share with you is the importance of building relationships with people who are immersed in the kind of work that you want to do or the world that you want to enter. Um, it took me a while to appreciate this. Um, in the beginning, I spent far too long operating in a frame in the framework of my old career and the world in my old world basically i didn't immediately seek out other entrepreneurs for example or build relationships with other business owners so if i were to have a do-over that would be one of the first things i would do right out of the gate i would look for a new network of kindred spirits sooner. I would immediately build relationships in, you know, in this new economy, this new digital world that I am venturing in. Um, and, you know, so sort of like a, a last point on this uh, that I wanted to emphasize for you is that when whenever you're making a career pivot, never, never, never underestimate the value of being around a group of people uh, who are doing similar things, who, going after similar goals or experiencing and overcoming similar challenges. It is going to make your journey um, easier, the burden a little bit lighter, and you're going to have more fun if you're surrounded by people who are undertaking the same thing or climbing the same mountain that you are basically climbing. So that's a wrap for today's episode, my friend. It's a bit of a personal, uh, not a bit, totally personal episode. And I hope that you found it useful. You can find the show notes uh, at secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 26. You can leave a comment there. You can ask me a question. You can tweet me at secondbreaks or you can send me an email, lou at secondbreaks.com. I would love to have a conversation with you. We have got a pretty good backlist of episodes now. You can download past episodes in Apple Podcasts or Google Play or even better, subscribe to the podcast so that you won't ever have to miss any of the future ones. I will be back next week with regular programming with a new guest to inspire you, to get your juices flowing so that you can be motivated to, to make or at least start planning your own career move. Till then, keep on making your debt, my friend. Cool beans. This is the Second Breaks Podcast. <laughs>